Hello there and welcome to the podcast. It's John Markar here and I thought I'd just jump in with a very quick but very important message that I wanted to share with you before you delve into this episode of the Driven Chat podcast. This podcast, the Driven Chat podcast, has now come to an end. But don't worry, I'm not going to stop you from listening to this episode or from catching up with the 185 episodes that we've recorded in this format. I just wanted to let you know that if you're looking for our new episodes recorded after December 2023, then you'll need to seek out our new podcast, The Driven Podcast. You can find The Driven Podcast in all the usual podcast platforms, including, chances are, the one that you're listening to this one on right now. So please do enjoy this episode, share it with a friend by all means. But when it's done, don't forget to search for the new podcast, The Driven Podcast, and subscribe to the new format to hear the new stuff. To make life easy, head on over to the Driven website via driven.site. There you will find links through to the new podcast, including links to your preferred podcast platform. And hey, whilst you're there, why not check out everything else we do, including hand-picked automotive news stories, car and bike reviews, video features, and even more. For now, though, I'll let you enjoy this episode. And I will remind you again at the end of the episode, but for the future reference, this message is approximately 1 minute and 30 seconds long. That's six clicks on the 15-second skip button. Enjoy. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, hi. Welcome to the latest episode of... The Driven Chat Podcast. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Right, well, we're here, caffeine the machine, as we often are. That sounded like the start of a rap, Amy, didn't it? <laughs> it did. Should I, should I have gone <laughs> a bit more rappy? It just didn't add any extra words. <laughs> no, I was thinking that the, the beat was about to drop and then we were going to get... Or maybe, maybe in post-production it, it already has. <laughs> and we're right now, we're perfectly timed. Into, I'm not going to set our wonderful audio editor the task of doing that because that's mean. Or is it? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're listening to this and there's a backing beat, then he's nailed it. If not... No worries, no worries. Yeah, hi, how, how are we all? How, what's the what's the goss? Well, I mean, what's going behind us? Oh, it's noisy Harleys. Noisy Harleys, of course, it's noisy Harleys. Uh, yeah, no, it's going going well. The summer is here. We've still got chances to go on motorcycles and lovely cars, and events are happening. Some of my favourite events are coming up still. So we've still got the revival and the members meeting, which I'm super excited for. Um, but yeah, no, some fun things coming up. I have to get tickets for the revival. <gasps> I keep. Forgetting to do it. You're famous. You can bag up. Oh yeah, you are quite famous now. <laughs> mm. I keep saying to myself, tickets for revival. It's, I've never. Uh, this sounds. God, this sounds. You're really going to tell me you've never been to the revival. No, I've been many times. Oh. I've, I've never had to buy a ticket. I've always been asked <laughs> uh, to go and do something with someone. Do you see what I mean? I suppose it's the problem then when you get so far, like you get closer and closer to the dates, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to get asked. I'll, I'll get asked, and then you think, am I? Should I actually get some tickets? That's, that's the thing. Like for the for the festival of speed. I bought my own tickets for that because I knew that if I was going to, like, uh, there's a few people I could have phoned and said, hey, listen, I'm going to the Festival yeah. of Speed. What can you let me in? But then I would have had to have stayed with them all day long. Yeah. And you want to kind of explore. Do you know what I mean? And so with the revival, I've always kind of been there as an employee of someone. Mm -hmm. So I've never really explored. Mm. So I think the only way I can explore it is to pay for a ticket, which I should probably just do. It's lo a lovely event when you go there and you're not working. Like I've not, now not done that for quite a few years but to have the freedom to go and watch whatever races that you want to go and watch yeah. and see who you want to see watch the dancing for as long as you want it's a quite a wonderful event when you're taking it away from being a work event so yeah, yeah I reckon pay for because it's not that much money I don't think it's like 60 quid for a day or something see, I don't know I've never I've never well, checked I'm telling you it's, oh, it's only like 60 that. quid it's like when the journalists <laughs> ask the politician how much is a loaf of bread I don't know I don't even know how much this event costs I just get it for free <laughs> I can oh. tell you bread and milk but Goodwood revival tickets no. <laughs> but that's 
that's partly because they do. I mean, there's so many different categories of ticket. So true, that true, that would be true, in my true. defense. Are we talking about standard day admission? I would guess sixty four pounds. I'm going to guess on that. Do you want a grandstand? Are you looking at yeah, exactly? Are you looking at grandstands? Do you want access to certain places for extra food and so on and so forth? Yeah. It's one of these. Hey guys, we've not introduced ourselves. Things. Oh, sorry. They're not going to know who we are. Who are you? I'm John Marco. Who are you? I'm Amy Shaw. And you must be Andy J. That's me. There we go. Well, tick, tick that off. <laughs> Done. Oh, and we've got quite a cool guest as well in this week's look podcast. Look at that. Look at what he's done to that. Wow. We've Cute. been, we've been as we often are in our openings for the podcast, distracted by a citrus green lotus exige with a, a quite a big wing he's and Union massive, Jack he's flags. He's put a massive wing on it with Union Jacks on. Yeah. Will that do Good anything, John? Yeah, it will. That'll be a downforce. I mean, it depends. It's it's one of those things. Yes, it will do things, but you'd have to be going pretty quickly for it to do things. Will that particular car go very quickly? I don't know. I don't know. It's it looked a bit wobbly as well. The wing is a bit wobbly. Yeah, they often are. They often Surely are. wobbly wing would make sense because then you're, it's using the air to, to work. Or does it have to be a really solid wing? I imagine you know how like planes when you're flying, and I have got my arms out now mm. describing this. <laughs> like you see, you look out the window and you panic a little bit because they wobble a little bit. Oh, they bit. are very flexible, yeah. So it, yeah. just do, do spoilers and stuff have they to can wobble do. a bit? I, I, being being a, a very amateur aerodynamicist, um, by very amateur, I mean I have no idea what I'm talking about. I guessing. I would say, <laughs> yes, it matters, and it probably should be stiffer. But there probably some somebody will be listening, going, oh, "John, come on, no, it's flexible because of blah 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 blah." That said, Wobbly Wing is a good name for a podcast. Wobbly, wobbly wing. wing, the podcast. Wobbly Wing Podcast. <laughs> Did I say Pongcast? Cast. I mean, that's, pong. that's, that's, that's why we're not doing with it. By the way, is there still a beat going on? Are we still no, are we I still rapping at this point? If, if there is, then then Tom's getting a pay rise. But no, no, I don't think there is. Um, I, 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 did I mention our guest? No. no. Right. Should we mention our guest? Please. Yes. Right. I mean, it really should have been done at the start. Yeah, I know, but then we start. <laughs> going had to about wait nearly five minutes to find out. Forgot that our to guest even say is. our own names. We got, uh, yeah, and Anstead. We mentioned him at the beginning of. I mentioned him at the beginning of last week's podcast because he was one of our guests that we spoke to at the Silverstone Classic. But the conversation was so good that we thought we're not going to just throw it in with the other guests, all of whom were fantastic. Um, but it was it was the longest chat we had on the day, wasn't it, Andy? And I thought yes. it's, we should put that out as as its own episode. And that's what we're going to do. And today. it was really nice to have some concentrated ant time. Actually, mm. Ant is a sort of long-standing friend of the show. He's a good good friend of mine, and we've diluted him down. Historically, on this podcast, yeah. he was on with the Radford lads That's beforehand. Right. Yes. I think prior to that, he was on with Mike, or was that was that the old show? That might have been the old might show. Might have been the old show. Million years ago. Such a long time ago. But yeah, it, I, I sort of wanted us to have a chat with just, by the way, that mm. would be a good rap. There. It, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But I wanted us to just have a proper chat with Ant because yeah. he's got so much going on. I mean, this is a guy who had the love of cars over here in the UK and was yeah. doing various other bits and pieces in car and automotive and was effectively just building a, a name for himself in the UK. He wasn't a huge, huge name, but people were starting to know who he was, especially in the automotive TV world. And then Mike Brewer said, do you want to come and be the new mechanic on Wheeler Dealers? The catch is you've got to bring you and your family to LA. Mm. And Ant must have taken less than a beat to say, I'm in. And then told his wife and kids. And so he upsticked. Mm. And he went over there and did everything. But of course, personally, whilst professionally that was a huge move, personally it wasn't, sort of in hindsight, wasn't the greatest move for his family life. And it didn't work out for his family, which was a huge shame. And he ended up remarrying an American lady, which also didn't work out after they'd had a baby. So Ant has had a bit of a tumultuous time of it personally, whilst he's been pulling up trees professionally, not just wheeler dealers, but various other big, big American car-based TV shows that he's been absolutely smashing it on. Meanwhile, he's had this incredible journey with Radford, which he's been doing with Jensen Button and Mark Stubbs, who, of course, we had on the show some time ago now. And we've now seen their new Lotus, the 62. They unveiled it very recently, and it looks absolutely busting, by the way. Mm. What a car. It is pretty good. I just... I. I... I'd seen a couple of little sneaky photos that Ant had shown in the paint booth, which I think a couple of days later went out on social media. But yeah, I hadn't seen the, that final product until the press releases went out. And what a thing. Do we yeah. have any specs on that yet? 
Have they released any any numbers? You mean how much it's going to cost? Well, how much it's going to cost, no. top speed, you know, all of the mm. usuals. No, I, I've been told in confidence. Yes, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know how much we're allowed to say. To say. No. Uh, we, might, we might stop recording and tell you. <laughs> tell, me, tell me off it. Yes, um, uh, it's a great looking thing. Um, we could club together and hire one for a weekend. Well, I'm not sure we could buy one there. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a strong price, but it is a it's a one it is a wonderful thing. There's nothing else like it in the world. It's it is a coach built in its entirety, and of course, everyone that's getting one made is getting one made to their specification. So yes, and let's you know, not forget that it's been driven and therefore fed back on by a Formula One world champion. Yeah, there is that. I mean, when you're when you're looking at, is this thing going to drive well? Well, Jensen's in charge of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I suppose he could say that if, if you know, customers come to back to them and say, well, it doesn't drive very well, and he could just turn around and say, well, you're just not a very good driver than are you? Because <laughs> I can the, do it. Yes. <laughs> yes, to be fair. But no, the point is that long rambling bit about mm. Ant Hanster, just in case people are still, because in the UK, I would suggest he's got a massive profile in America. And in the UK, mm. I think, no, you're right. I think people are still sort of, Getting to know him, if you see what I mean. Yeah. We wanted to have a proper conversation with him because he does have this fascinating life. And I've, I've literally just scratched the surface with that tiny little potted history. Mm. There's a lot more going on in Ant's world, isn't there? There is. There is. And he'll, he, yeah, he, he's going to tell the story better than we can. So, yeah, you'll, you'll hear all about that in just a little bit. And he might or might not have a famous girlfriend who we can't name. But if you do a little Google search, yeah. you might... Or just look at his recent Instagram posts, because that's not a secret anymore. <laughs> but I'm still not going to say her name. We're still not going to say Or his it. name. Ooh, the plot thickens. <laughs> <laughs> not sure why John added that peculiar well, twist at the end there. in the podcast, as people will hear, we had a little joke about, um, I think it was you, you led the way on this joke, that maybe we were a secret Hollywood couple. You and Ant? Yes. You Did I? Yeah. No, I was so tired. Well, you'll hear it in a bit. I was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to sleep And Mike. More. I think Mike, Mike, there was an allusion to affairs with Mike Brewer as well. Oh, wow. Fair play. Yeah. Well, have you, are you having an affair with Mike Brewer? I don't think so. Or am I? Am Amy, I? Amy, you'd know. Is John having an affair with Mike? He's keeping things very quiet, but, you know, just... I'm winking at Andy right now. <laughs> I'm very confused. I'm very confused. Fair play, so long as everyone's happy with it, John. <laughs> This got really weird. Yeah, no, I feel like yeah. I've got things in my head right now. I'd rather no, not. No, let's no. Shall, shall we? Should we just dive in Please. to it? Or yeah. Oh gosh. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate your company. Sorry, things got a bit weird. Sorry, John rapped earlier on. But this conversation is worth you getting through. Maybe you listen to this on times two. This first intro, this ten minutes, the ant bit. Slow it down for that because he's really good company, and we appreciate everything you do by listening to us every week. So enjoy Ant Anstead. Hello, you're listening to Driven Chat, and the man we're about to speak to has just asserted, he's used the wonderful words, it's time for a little menage. I'm Andy Jay, sat of course as always with our resident expert, Mr. John Markar, and we are in the presence of a titan. I don't just mean, because he's titan. clearly he's clearly spent some time in the gym, you're looking buff, mon frere. It's out Anstead. Yeah, it is. Like, can you? Is that the point where you can dub in? Like a oh yeah, we've got we've audience. Got, we've got audience clapping and laughing. We, we have somewhere? audience clapping and laughing. Let's see. Can we please? Because I think you should redo that. Oh, you have. Yeah, they're clapping now. They are. I got a little. They, they no, were. No, that's, they were we've, we've deliberately not given out a set of headphones <laughs> oh. just in case that could have been elephants trumpeting or anything. I'm still. Um, I'm still on that verge. You know, because jet lag's a thing, right? Yeah. I was anybody, ask about that. Yeah. Well, anybody who doesn't think jet lag's a thing. Has never had jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> anyone, yeah. Anyone that doesn't think jet lag's a thing has never travelled. Yeah. Has never travelled, yeah. You, this is, let's be clear, we are sat in our truck in the, at the end of the Silverstone International Paddock. We're sat next to the podium. Yep. We're at the Silverstone Classic. Which, by the way, is the closest you'll get. To the podium? Yeah. <laughs> well, I might say you can talk. I was on the podium here. Well, after your crash. Yeah, but I still made it on the podium. After you hit people. <laughs> did I not make it on the podium or not? I think you did, actually. No, yeah. you yeah. didn't. I did. You yeah. came Because off. it was a team event. Oh. And my team got second. <laughs> <laughs> What's the phrase? So standing I had on the coattails. You I rolled had... the car. <laughs> no, you <laughs> smashed into people. I may have rolled the car, but I rolled it with silverware. <laughs> If you look in my downstairs bathroom, there's a Sylvia, uh, there's a Silverstone uh, Classic trophy. Excellent. You rolled it with silver I've looked hair. in your downstairs bathroom, no trophies. Yeah, well, the upstairs bathroom is locked. Look, <laughs> trophyless. <laughs> you know, I remember that. I mean, you've raced here a few times in the in the old celebrity bit. 
And I think the first time we met was here, which was probably about a thousand years ago because we've known each other forever. Yeah. Like you had long blonde hair when we first met and now you don't. And it was one of those things. I remember thinking when we came away, because I spoke to you before you went out on track. And my word, buddy, you talk a good game. I was like, this oh, yeah. guy's going to win. He's going to yeah, yeah. win this. Oh, I'm gonna, yeah. if, if you could bet on the celeb race, I'm betting on Anstead because you were you were so in it. I've got the racing line sauce. Yeah, in, in all seriousness, though, I'm quite competitive. So I put myself in a position where, you know, you've got to visualize it, right? There is a chance. Isn't you know, get me on coach. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for that knee injury, I would have made it. Um, but I... I I'd done a few practice laps. I was really comfortable in the car. And I think I was I was, I was in the kind of the top six or seven start. Yeah, you see, and this the, is all the stuff you were saying to me beforehand. Yeah, but I was. And the first kind of two corners, I actually overtook three people. And I'm like, actually, this is going really well. And then all of a sudden, oh, no. <laughs> So what, what did happen? So give me another question. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't finish the race. Was it a, was it a mechanical failure? Or uh, a, a driver error? It was a driver error. It was a mechanical error. <laughs> uh, no, I got it wrong. Uh, there was not a person near me. Uh, yeah, I got it wrong. You uh, managed, he managed to find the only pothole in Silverstone. Uh, but but re- admittedly, in the same race, Brian Johnson rolled. Yep. I noticed that the, the newspaper the next That's day had a picture of because he was watching us. you roll, and it distracted Well, I'm not him. sure who rolled. Actually, I would have rolled first, but I saw in the newspaper the next day there was a picture of both of us upside down, and the title said, Rock and Rollers. <laughs> Love it. I know, right? Love That's it. good. Oh, it's perfect. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. And look, before we talk about you, and I'm desperate to, because we've had you on the show before, you're a friend of mine, you're a friend of the shows, we've talked Radford, we've had Jensen there as well, etc., which is great, and we can catch up on that, because I'm sure it's developed loads since we last spoke. But one thing I'm acutely aware of is we haven't had focused ant time. Oh, and I want that. Because nice. well, I, I felt some, really bad Sometimes last I just want to be held. Oh. Well, and we, we have... No, no, not really. I want to actually be held. <laughs> John offered a hand there. Yeah, you know, just got to check in sometimes. Um, we? Yeah, you, you've had quite, we've had quite a few catch-ups. I, yeah. I came on uh, with uh, Jensen and he Mark, did. and you know we talked Radford, and obviously Jensen's a, uh, a car superstar, and he's a big fan of the show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is a bit of a chance meeting because I didn't plan to come to England. It was only, you know, I've actually been trapped in California for the last year, unable to travel uh, because of a, a load of really awful red tape around my visa. Mm. Um, so I've been trapped, unable to travel. My kids have been trapped, unable to travel to the US. So I've, uh, I've had this real nightmare year of being unable to move. And uh, all of a sudden, on, as soon as the 19th that they slightly lifted yeah. it, my immigration lawyer made this email me and said, oh, I've got, I've, there's a chance. So within 48 hours of that, I got on a plane. So I've actually been in hang England on, since last on, week. Hang on. Now, let's just talk showbiz friends sentences. My immigration lawyer. <laughs> Come on. Who have you turned into? Okay. <laughs> My I'm immigration to lawyer. Because I, I, I have visas. So I someone's going to pick you up on this. Yeah. I've known you forever. My immigration Listen, lawyer. Listen, don't, make me, bri- don't make me phone my defamation lawyer. <laughs> yeah. He will come in here like a storm. The United Who's States is very to... much... It's, yes, it's, it's, it's a litigious, you, it's a litigious it's society. Oh, um, no, the reason I have... <laughs> oh, gosh. The reason I have an immigration lawyer is because I've spent a year trying to get to England. Can I just pick Genuinely. up on that? Because I think there'll be a lot of people listening at home that are going, oh, you poor thing stuck in California. But the actual reality, the true reality is you were, you were for a year, separated from family, yes. children, yes. friends. Yes. Just like... it. It must have been horrible. 
Yeah, it's amazing. I think, you know, life has this kind of weird way of, uh, it has a snakes and ladders theme to it, right? Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a roller coaster, and, you know, it's really important. That's why I love celebrating the wins. Yeah. And I really pause in those moments. And uh, But no matter what happens in your world, uh, you know, sometimes you, you get taken out, mm. your legs get taken out. And unfortunately, of all the positive things that have happened over the last, you know, 12, 18 months, and um, there's been some real negatives. And, you know, it's probably hasn't touched the, the UK as much, but in the US, yeah. you know, that my, my marriage failing in the US was unfortunately quite big news. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I couldn't walk into any news agent without seeing, uh, you know, my broken hearts smeared across all the all the uh, glossy magazines and there's obviously rumours and conjecture so to have uh, so many positive things happening at the same time having it all all the negative things being amplified because it was so public and then align with the fact that I couldn't travel I couldn't actually you know because in those dark moments you rely on your friends and your family and the yeah, people that you love you the most yeah. and um, you know I was I was by a technical default which is why I have an immigration lawyer as I tried to get away from uh, whatever that default was I tried to get round it so I could get up get on a plane and go and see my family but I, I couldn't mm. um, you know I was really unlucky my visa ran out a week before lockdown oh wow and then they cancelled the appointments uh, so I couldn't get a, a new one Yes, that turned a bit serious quite quickly. Yes, and it's, and it's Sorry, to be fair. No, as as your mate listening to that, I I feel absolutely heartbroken for mm. you because we all know you left the UK with your family to be the new mechanic replacing Ed China on Wheeler Dealers, and that was fantastic and went really well. <clears> then, obviously, in your personal life, you had some challenges, which saw you become a single man, and and your UK family returned to the UK. You then found a new. I'm just giving the, the viewers the list. Yeah, this is a nice summary, actually. Yeah, good. <laughs> I'm just giving them a, a quick a quick potted history because no, because it is it's rough. But when you you've spoken so openly about it, we should just mm. kind of put a very light. You then found a lady called Christina, who was a, a TV presenter in America. Got together, got married, had a baby. Yeah, little baby Hudson. Yeah, little baby Hudson, who is alive and well and fabulous, and then that didn't go the distance tragically. There were strong rumours at the time it was because you were having an affair with Mike Brewer. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if you want to address those now. Well, you know, Mike's a caring guy. You like, of, you like a cuddle. Love, isn't there? <laughs> he likes a cuddle. He's a, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was rough. It was a really rough period. You know, you don't, um, you don't expect, nobody ever enters a marriage expecting it to fail. And, you know, it was very difficult. It failed. And uh, it failed incredibly publicly. Um, you know, it's... Um, it was a, it was a, it was magazine fodder for probably six months every day. Now, apart from the intrusion and the heartbreak that you were going through, what's that? Because in the UK, people know who you are, but you're not getting bothered by the tabloids. You know, you when you were working here before you moved to America, you weren't making the cover of OK Magazine or whatever because you were just doing your thing. People knew you as a bloke on the telly doing your thing, and it was. You weren't on Love Island, for example, or a, or a controversial politician. <laughs> Therefore, you weren't in the firing but I, line. But I, but I could, right? <laughs> <laughs> you could but you know what I mean? As in, you were able to protect your private life to a decent degree. Whereas in America, clearly, apart from anything else, your status has obviously risen significantly. You've become a very well-known figure over there. Otherwise, why would the magazines and so on be interested? But moreover... That's a massive invasion of your life that you weren't prepared for and, and hadn't had any experience of. Yeah, I wasn't prepared. I find, you know, I find it fascinating because take away all this nonsense and we live in an age where access to people is so easy through social media. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy social media. I use the, my social media platform as a way to share. Um, but I, I, it kind of it blows my mind because bottom line is I'm just a mechanic doing car stuff. So... The interest in that kind of murky world of reality wasn't because of what I love to do. It wasn't because no. I was a mechanic. They weren't writing stories because I built a nice car or that, they weren't writing stories because of that show. The stories that were written were stories about my private life. Mm. Um, and, you know, a lot of that was because, you know, Christina is an incredibly well-known personality. And more recently, um, you know, I, 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 there's been rumours about me with a, an, another personality. So, you know, I've seen these waves of interest... And it, it kind of fascinates me. Why, mm. why do people read this? I mean, the other we're not. I, I'm not going to talk about the other personality's name because 
if people want to Google you and stuff, they can find out. But she she is well known. She's a she's a Hollywood star. I can understand why there's interest in her because here in the UK we know who she is. Yeah, she's amazing. Christina, on the other hand, is is not an entity to the UK, which is why. It's, yeah, but she is in the US. Yeah, that's that's what I mean, though. It's it's that's the peculiarity, isn't it? It's it's the different audiences, and of course, you're an attractive reasonably youthful man. Oh, wow. Okay, he really covered... There was a big caveat with that, wasn't there? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're a similar age and everyone calls me old. But you're a handsome okay. man right, great. who's Cheers. on the telly in America, who's got a great British accent and a winning personality. And when you're on the market, as it were, in that crazy bubble that is Hollywood... Oh, yeah. It seems... Yeah, I could tell you a bit about that period. <laughs> oh, my God, it's crazy, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Go on. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> would you like me to lead with some questions? <laughs> um, I, uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's no, I mean, there's no way to skirt around the subject. I, um, you know, I get a lot of uh, advances. Um, American women are generally more aggressive than the European women. And um, <laughs> aggressive, what a word! I know, right? And I've uh, and I experienced uh, a few months of. Um, we're going to throw some names at you. Uh, and, a few uh, months of uh, <laughs> uh, propositions, shall we say. Love it. Mostly in picture form. Was one of them oh, ever... Really? Wow. <laughs> was one of them ever Lindsay Lohan? I've met Lindsay, actually. I've met Lindsay a couple of times. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, no I, no, I think you misunderstood. I was, I was sent a load of, you know, I really, you know, I genuinely took a year of just rebuilding and re mm. recentering, and I did a lot of personal development stuff, and I really focused on myself. Um, and I, I never allowed myself to stray back into that space. Um, but it didn't prevent me getting a lot of things sent. Must have been awful. And what's the... What's the what's By the guys as well, though. Would you stop sending me pictures of your Sorry. Yeah, John, come on. Sorry. It's, I've t we've talked about my, this my before. My iPhone just can't zoom in now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, it's John. Again. Yeah, apologies for that and everyone else. Collectively. But, I mean, but how much do you... How much do you have to kind of review yourself? I mean this in the nicest way. Daily. As in, are you just kind of like, can you fall into the trap of, oh, this is my new reel? Oh, my gosh. I've seen, I see it so often. You know, people fall into those. And they are, the trap's the best word. And, um, you know, particularly in Hollywood, because Hollywood has this kind of glamorous facade. And, um, you know, I've made some really strong friendships over there. And, um, you know, I... I, uh, I I, I made a promise to myself on New Year's Day because I'm a big believer in New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. So I wrote down, and I have a vision board, so I write down stuff I want to achieve in my, my, for the year and stuff I want to do. So on New Year's Day, I wrote down at the top of my vision board, only make friends with people of substance. Nice. I went through my phone and I deleted 600 contacts. You'll be glad to know I didn't delete yours. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I feel honoured and relieved. 600 contacts? 600, that was yeah. pretty good. That yeah. would be like yeah, because what happens is, five times the people I've ever met. Right, yeah, but what happens is your phone becomes the database of your life. You carry around this computer with you that really controls your world. And there's so many outlets on your phone, but it, it, actually there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a reason for it because of its database function. Yeah. So what you do is over years you accumulate contacts and people that come in and out of your life particularly as you can imagine being in TV and being yeah. in Hollywood and you um, if you're lazy about it if you're not constantly gatekeepering your own world you're allowing these people in and they're um, you know the types of people you've met them they're um, you know they're draining they uh, they're in they're selfish they they're in it because they they have other motives and that day yes. that New Year's Day I was just like oh my god and I, I and I, it was 600. Wow. It was slightly over 600. So if you think about it, had I have not made that decision to, to be more, you know, let's only create relationships with people of substance, they would still be in my phone now, they would still have access, and I would potentially run the risk of falling into that trap. And that applies to all the, you know, the positive and negative things. Money, I've seen so many people, you know, achieve wealth and, uh, you know, it, it, they spiral and they lose a sense of who they are. I've had so many people achieve notoriety or celebrity and they lose a sense of who they are. And the uh, you know the, the the funny thing about it is that you can from a from a sideline you can physically see it you can and it's, see that it's, it's never positive is it Anne? I've, I, well it's I'm only the positive for a short period no but as in with with who they become they no, never, never become no. better people not no. one of them has become a better more well-rounded more decent more caring more thoughtful quality human being never. every single person has been either ruined by money or celebrity or both and that opinion. is the point. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think, you know, and I, because I live just outside Hollywood, I work within that Hollywood industry, I live in California, there's a very, there's a very uh, 
big wave of that type of person that allows themselves, they're willing to go down these rabbit holes. And I see it, I can see it before it happens now, and you know, I visualize it in people and friends that I've made in the industry. And um, of all the friends I know that are notable, you know, friends that have been successful, the ones that I absolutely admire and stand for, you know, the ones that, that check themselves. And they do yeah. it daily. Yeah. Um, because it is a, it's an easy, easy trap. Mm. I, I think what's really telling as well is that in the UK, in telly, as you, as you know, and as you've alluded to, we do get approached by people frequently who have that motive of what can this guy do for me? And they're lovely oh, yeah. and they blow smoke yeah. up your backside and all this kind of stuff. But ultimately, there's an ask and the ask comes, sometimes it comes straight away, which is fair, because then you can respect those people if they're up front with, <laughs> I'm coming to talk to you because I'd like your help with this. Mm. Other times it's, there's a slow, there's a grooming process where yeah. they think that they, you know, they pretend that there's no ulterior motive and, oh, are you on the telly? Oh, do you do radio stuff? Oh, do you fancy that? Oh, la, 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 la. Yeah. And then, then the ask comes eventually. I imagine that is to the power of 10 in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, I live in a very small beach community, and um, tough sentence to say that one. I know, right? <laughs> and uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny actually because you know, Hudson is a celebrity in Laguna Beach. Like, yeah, of course. Is. Everybody yeah, of course. knows him. Everybody's all the shopkeepers and cafe owners. They are hi, Hudson. And um, it's interesting because I've seen people attempt to befriend through Hudson. Wow. And you think, God, oh, that's a real low blow. Yeah. <laughs> what you really want to be Hudson's mate? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a shame. But hey, listen, the great thing is is that it's a, it's a shortcoming in human behavior that we've analyzed and noted. Mm. In which case, if you're aware of it, you can be aware of it. Is it tiring? No, not at all. No, I don't allow any negative energy in my, in my space. I just don't. I have a very fulfilled, very, you know, I'm an incredibly happy person. I'm a positive person anyway. Yeah. Mm. And um, that's, you know, one of the things that I made sure I did is even for all the setbacks in the year, I've had so much positive to lean into that isn't it worth leaning into that anyway? Mm. And I'm not saying do that thing where you park all the negatives, you have to deal with it, but celebrate all the positives, knowing that the negatives are only temporary because ultimately they are. Yeah, and here I am now. You know, one of the biggest negatives, and I've, I've, you know, I've moved, I came over to England last week. I've been here spending time with the kids and spending time with family, catching up with my folks, and doing all that stuff. Um, which is why, you know, I've been off social media completely. I've, you know, I've just really sunk into that, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll uh, always, I'll always kind of treat these moments. It's a very difficult time as well to come because, as you know, I mean, Radford, we launch our car a week tomorrow. In seven days, we're launching. That is years and years of development. Huge. It's the worst time to come to England. Hmm. But when you're, you know, when you check yourself, as soon as the, uh, the, the, the lawyer said, look, you can actually travel now, it wasn't even a question. You know, my partners at Radford are like, well, hang on a second, what about, you Do know, it. Yeah, of course mm. they are, because Jensen's a dad, Mark's a dad, Roger's a dad. The first thing they said was, get on a plane. Mm. We yes. will drive you to the airport. Yes, exactly. For those that would like to know more about Radford, incidentally, and we will, we will circle back into this in a moment, but for those of you that are thinking, hang on, what's this Radford thing? Mm. Jensen who? It's Jensen Button, of course. And th- we, have a, we have a special show. It was our first Driven Chat radio show, actually. It was. About uh, 16 weeks ago, something like that. Yeah. And you can hear that on the Driven Chat podcast. Just circle back a few months, and you'll find out all the details about Radford there. We've got a big, in-depth, over an hour of, of Radford-based yep. chat. The return of Radford. Setup, the Radford returns, exactly. It's but exciting. It's, it is exciting, and we've sort of discussed this. You've you've reimagined a classic Lotus, and it's almost there for the world to see. You've said it's a week away, so by the time this pod goes out, it'll be launching. Yeah, Where, when when does this go out? This is going to be a few weeks away from recording time. So by the time listeners are listening to this, they've they've now seen the car. Wow. Okay. So it's obvious. <laughs> so, so I mean, is that, is that is right? The, I'm not yeah. sure the timeline is. Oh well. John, well, John arranges these things. If that's what he says, that's what he says. Some of this will be on the radio show in yeah. line with. The reveal, but the podcast, yes. I guess, is a little bit later. That's true. Yes. It's so exciting, Radford. It, and, you know, I don't want to go over old ground because they can go and listen to that first podcast. Because Have you got a picture of the finished car that we can I now will see? Show, I will show you. Yeah, I'd love a picture. to In see fact, it. I got sent a video this morning because it was painted. The paint was finished. Great. Um, but um, we are building uh, just 62 coach-built Lotus in partnership and collaboration with Lotus. Lotus have ended their uh, reign as petrol cars, so this will be the last petrol yeah. car. 
Um, we are taking uh, the cover off on the uh, on August seventh at a private red carpet event. It's going to be a really nice swanky event. Everyone's going to wear you know tuxedos, and it's going to be really nice in Hollywood. Red carpet. Got to get back for that. Decent volivants, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then we're taking the car to to Monterey to to, to Car Week, and we are actually uh, displaying uh, wow. the car on the lawn at the Quail. Oh which, wow! Right? Yeah. I know wow. that's a big deal. That's no, that's, that's, that's as big as it gets. I know, and this is this is you know it goes back to your point about um it goes back to your point about um you know checking yourself. There was never a million years mm. a little British car mechanic growing up in Hertfordshire that any of this was possible. There was never a possibility that I was going to be collaborating with Lotus, Jensen Button, <laughs> building a the, the last ever gas-powered Lotus in, under the banner of Radford, the company that every Beatles owned a Radford that built the GT40. Yeah. Um, living in California in a beach house it, it, on Pacific Coast Highway, taking my car to Quail, the car that came out of the head of three people, it was just, it was an impossible dream. It was never, ever a possibility. Do you know what I want, Ant, is I want you to, because I know you're an author, you've, you've produced many, many fabulous books, one of which I still read almost daily to my eldest son. And what I really want is for you to do, and this is going to be the wrong term, but a, a, an empowering memoir. Because I think your story is so exciting and so your resilience, your bounce back ability, your focus and your mindset. You talk about having a mood board and a plan for the year and all the rest of it. I think people could learn from your mindset and your can do. I think the best thing I can do is continue to teach people how to change ball joints <laughs> <laughs> on a focus RS. <laughs> or you could do that. Which is uh, also helpful. I love writing. I've just published my third book, which is really yeah. cool. And I am already I'm working working on my fourth. And actually, one bit of writing I want to do is I want to write a... I've actually started writing it already. I've, write, I've written a, a fiction, actually. Have you? Yeah, it's a, it's a um, science-based murder mystery, effectively. Huh? I know, it's so random, but I love to write. And I use writing as an opportunity to escape. Because a lot of people don't realise I've written television shows. Mm. So a lot of shows that are out there, right? I think I've four now. So I've written the show. So Strictly Come Dancing is one of yours, isn't it? And, I was asked uh, to do the voice Wait, Dancing with the Stars. That, that, <laughs> I was. <laughs> what, in America? Yes. <laughs> Why did you say no to that? It's actually made by the BBC mm. in LA. <laughs> right. And yeah, they've been asking Why me Why wouldn't you do that? Because I, um, I can't do it. Because you you're holding out uh, the Well, I don't think you? that's the point, is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I was asked, yeah. I can see you there, busting out the caterpillar. Uh, but and it's a paso doble. Yep. Yeah, but these sequins mean I can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> that would be wonderful. I mean, you have you have to go on that because uh, no. <laughs> Reverend, no, no, I don't. <laughs> in the UK, Reverend Richard Coles has the lowest mark ever for a paso doble he did to the theme tune for Flash Gordon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Now, just those ingredients together spell, how can you do worse than that? I want you, that, there's your challenge, Montfrey. Get back on the show. There's your reason. You know reason. what? I have enough television projects going on right now that I don't need to go dancing in front of the nation. <laughs> oh my gosh. I get enough stick walking down the street in Laguna. <laughs> well, look, Could you let's, imagine? Let's talk, Tony, because let's do the timeline, because obviously, okay. again, for the listener, we have seen some of your shows, and some of them have been, because they're in America, they get first airings in America, there's yep. different channels, and all sorts of other things like that. So you leave for Wheeler Dealers because we had Love of the Cars and various other wonderful shows over here. Oh my God, I've done 21 TV shows now. All right, show off. It doesn't, yeah, but it doesn't even make sense. It's such a, it's such a lot. Th things you self-film in your bedroom don't count. <laughs> yeah, hang on, 22. <laughs> <laughs> so we leave, we leave for Wheeler Dealers and Wheeler Dealers does great. Mm. I mean, it's straight out the blocks. Can I ask why you decided to step away from that? Was it busy? Other things? Didn't want to come back to the no, UK? No, I think, I think everybody knows. I mean, I, I originally moved to America to do five years. So I had a contract with Discovery for five seasons of Wheeler Dealers. And after three and a bit, uh, there was a change at the network. As you know, Discovery acquired Motor Trend. Yeah, Motor yeah. Trend took over the, the kind of ownership of that automotive content. Was it Bob Scanlon? That Bob Scanlon. No, he was Velocity Channel. Right. So there was a... It was a dedicated car channel in the States called Velocity. So Discovery would own the brand, and Discovery's the kind of the halo company. Velocity was their one-line cable sh uh, network for car content. And then Motor Trend is, you know, this 
I think it's 70 year old sort of publishing brand that yeah. deals in the automotive space, uh, were bought by Discovery. Velocity was basically killed off and merged into Motor Trend. So Motor Trend overnight went from a publishing brand to having a cable network. Mm. Um, Bob Scanlon actually step, stepped down at that period and you know, after he assisted with the merger. Um, then if you've noticed recently in the news, in fact, in the new year, Discovery of publicly shared their plans. They've gone to an app, it's called D+. Yeah. Um, so just like Disney or Netflix, it's direct to consumer, because I think the TV world's changing. <clears throat> it is, and, it's, and it they've is. merged with AT&T, which is a massive Warner. thing. For... They've merged with Warner. Ooh, yeah, wow. there's now, I think, I'm, I'm told, it's the biggest TV network on the planet. Yeah, it's so it's really exciting for me being a Discovery host, yeah. working with um, you know these types of people, and I get to do some really monumental shows with proper clout behind them. Um, so, you know, Wheeler Dealers, as part of that transition, was um, was basically destined to go back to the UK. Um, obviously, Mike is, you know, Mr. Wheeler Dealers and leads that show. And uh, for Mike, it was, although it was a difficult move because he enjoyed living in California, actually, he's at peace with it because he's very British, right? Yeah. Um, sorry, they're just bringing in Andy J's wages. <laughs> yeah, that's... If you can uh, hear that, if you can hear that truck reversing. There'll be three or four more of those to come. There you go, yeah. You can be, you can be sure of that. <laughs> Um, so Mike brought, and you know, and I was given, you know, this sort of, I guess, an ultimatum. Um, and you know, my life was firmly in California, and I was working on some other shows out there. Um, as I said, a child out there, and this was pre-pandemic. So, you know, with all the information at my fingertips Easy at that to point, fly back and forth, yeah, yeah. Well, got, well, we were traveling. You know, my kids and I were traveling. You know, we 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 had an agreement. We wouldn't leave it an X number of days, and yeah. we'd always see each other. And um, and where did the automation come from? Was that from Discovery or was that from... It was from Motor Trend. Right. So, you know, the, 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 and I, you know we can get into the complicated, you know, backstory of how TV's made and paid mm. for um, with the host nation funding the show. Yeah. And uh, that funding <clears throat> transition was passed to the UK where yeah. Discovery International is housed in London. Gotcha. So as part of that, they, um, they pay for the lion's share of the show, in which case they own it, in which case they need to make it. So it moved over to the UK to be made. Um, I will be doing two episodes this year. So okay. I am coming back in a few weeks' time to film uh, a couple of Wheeler Dealers with Mike and Elvis. We'll be bothering you, trust me. We'll be. We'll be oh, yeah, no, bother away. Um, and then um, Discovery uh, handed me um, some more shows. So I've been working on those. In fact, I've got one coming out August 23rd on Discovery+. Plus. Excellent. Excellent. And which one is that? It's called Celebrity IOU Joyride. Yes, I've Ooh. seen. I have oh, seen man, a little a bit of this. great show. This is fun. This is fun. fun. It's fun. So, uh, you, no, you do it. I was going to give it up, but you. Well, no, yeah. it's fun. So you should be um, building it up more well, than Well, there's me. um. There's, so, just a bit of a backstory. There's these two superstar house hosts in the U.S. called uh, the Property Brothers, Drew and Jonathan Scott. They're twins, and they renovate houses on HGTV, which is the property network for Discovery Channel. Yeah. Um, huge superstars. These guys are great. It's going to become one of John's new favourite shows now you mentioned it. Oh, no, you should absolutely. Um, Property Brothers are great. So Property Brothers came up with this concept where they take uh, a cele- they, they partner with a celebrity and then they secretly restore somebody's room in a house or an, you know something part of the house okay. to say, so that the celebrity can say thank you. The first episode was with Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt thanked his long-suffering personal assistant who's been working with him for 30 years because when she was away on set, he quickly snuck in with the Property Brothers and Brad Pitt swings a sledgehammer, plasters the wall. <laughs> of course he does. And he looks great whilst doing it. Oh yeah, the guy was apt. I mean, I would have just put the whole lot in slow-mo. <laughs> That's it. That's your show. 40 minutes of Brad with his shirt off painting a wall. Done. There you go. That'll rate, right? I'd watch it. Of course it would. Um, and there's a, there's a long stand, there's a brilliant joke about how Brad Pitt smells of diamonds and vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different show, though, right? <laughs> um, so I was just thinking we'd have to bleep that second word. No, Apologies, no, it's just a game. No, the first that's word, okay. diamonds, is okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can say vaginas, um, yeah. as long as it's pluralised. So, um, so that became a huge uh, spin, you know, a huge spin-off show for Discovery, where um, Celebrity IU, and they went on to do, you know, Mar- you're opening with Brad Pitt. That, you're yeah. Instant subscribe to that yeah, series. Brad Pitt's got, and, 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 but they've had some big, big hitters. I think, you know, that first season, Jeremy Renner, um, Michael Bublé, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they, they pulled out some big hitting celebrities. And, do you know, that's a relief because if they'd followed it with like yeah. Skeet Ulrich, yeah, with like someone, Karen, oh, who oh, right. once played yeah. the O2, <laughs> she Maureen was the, from Driving School, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, you know, She's Dis- next Discovery week, starts <laughs> to, to, to look at, you know, with, with the integration into this app they you know they they want to provide content that appeals to a broad audience and 
you know in TV, there's those broad audience subjects. Yeah. Travel, homes, cars, food. Celebrity. Celebrity. <laughs> so um, they, they took the same format, Celebrity IU, and added Joyride to the name. Celebrity IU, Joyride. Uh, they came to myself and Christy Lee, who is a, f- a well-known American female host. Yes, she's related to Rusty Lee, I believe. I'm not sure if this is a joke or if that's true. <laughs> oh, it's a joke. <laughs> I was like, is she? I'll ask her. You should, you just, you've forgotten who Rusty Lee I is. I don't have any idea who Rusty Lee is. You spent Lee. too long. <laughs> I spent America. too long in America. Just quickly Google Rusty <laughs> Lee. You'll see there's no way those two could be related, but wouldn't it be glorious if they were? Rusty Lee is an icon, by the way. I think she's wonderful. But no, sorry, I've, I've disturbed your flow. There's one person in the studio, not on mic, that clearly knows who Rusty Lee is. Only one. No, I still don't know who he is, even though I'm on Rusty Lee's Wicked page. <laughs> so he is. She is, she, sorry. She, yeah. Um, so uh, so I, uh, I did this, uh, so yeah, I've been filming this celebrity show. So I partnered, I did six episodes. Um, and I did, uh, first episode is Renee Zellweger. Oh, she nice? She's lovely. Uh, second episode is James Marsden. Okay. Do you know James's? Uh, the name rings a bell. Oh my gosh, this happens all the time. Everybody goes, oh, who's... And then I show a picture and they're like, oh, because he's done like a hundred Hollywood movies. He's married to Rusty Lee. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, Cyclops in X-Men. He was the guy yes, who didn't get away. the girl in the notebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you had me yeah, at X-Men, yeah. never mind the notebook. So. Uh, Sonic. In fact, he's filming Sonic at the moment. Um, in oh, fact, that's He's filming film. Sonic? Yeah, you he's, mean he's doing the voice for Sonic? Oh, he's in surely. the Sonic's like half movie, half animation. Oh, okay. A bit like the old... Uh, Pokemon Detective. It's, jeez, all right, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm so lost. Um, but the James Marsden build, I have to say, and this is this is remarkable, I, I think, because a lot of people know electric conversions are a big thing right now. You yeah, wait, yeah, that yeah, car yeah. that we built on the James Marsden episode, I believe, I'm going to say it, it's the best EV conversion I've ever seen on TV. What is it? We took a, um, we took a 1960s Buick Electra, Okay. Right. For those of you that don't know what that is, Google it. Imagine this huge Massive. saloon, it's like a quite boat. ugly. It's a boat, right? Yeah. Um, and then we took a brand new Karma Rivero. <laughs> I got a nine-inch grinder, cut the roof off the Rivero, cut all the panels off, turned the Rivero into a skateboard platform, mm. cut the entire oh, insides out nice. of the Buick, hmm. floors, bulkhead, lost it, and then lowered it onto the Rivero, shifted the arches to fit the wheel plan, I completely bespoke made the car. Roll cage to strengthen it, painted it ca- Californian sage green, Aston colour, made a carbon fibre bonnet, carbon fibre boot, bespoke wheels, completely trimmed interior. It's been selected as this year's SEMA car. Oh, oh that's fantastic. beautiful. And actually with that platform, it's going to have a proper range as it well. It shifts. Yeah. This car is, I'll show you some pictures later, this car is going to be in the car world. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's remarkable. We're not just talking about like 50 miles of range. It's, that's a proper... It's a proper car, it's yeah. Proper yeah, yeah. It's a Nice. Okay, so Renee uh, James. Renee James, Octavia Spencer, okay. who is fantastic, Oscar winner. Um, if you've ever seen the movie Hidden Figures. Yeah. Um, she, uh, I she's I, she's uh, an incredible water. actress, actually. She's she is brilliant, but I got three stitches filming with her. I managed to cut myself, and she laughed at me in the I face. Think she's in like a Netflix comedy as a superhero as well. She is, yes. In fact, yeah. she said, when I cut myself, she said, well, us superheroes don't bleed. Yeah. Hmm. Thanks, she's Octavia. funny. She's a funny woman. She's funny. Uh, yeah. Tony Hawk. Skateboarding legend. The skateboarding legend. Oh, did, he, uh, did he teach you how to uh, yeah, do something on a skateboard? It, did, yeah, it didn't go very well, though. <laughs> I almost lost my teeth. Did he teach you how to balance? I don't know, I don't know any skateboard terms. Um, uh, Danny Treu. Danny Treu, as in... As in Marchetti. Hang on. How did, you, how did you ever manage to look at anything other than his face? His face is it, remarkable. He's yeah, got, Danny John Treu. doesn't know who we're talking about, but he has the most incredible face, John. isn't it? You know what I mean? It's, we, we, got sent, we, we get sent research documents and all these celebrities before we meet them and then before we film with them. And the Danny Trejo one, you know, his story is so fascinating. He, um, there's this great line when in Con Air, when uh, Nicolas Cage was sat having lunch with all the crew, and in Con Air were some serious, you know, some big guys. Yeah, Danny. Danny's and Nicolas Cage big. is like, none of you worry me, but I would never mess with him. <laughs> he was yeah. the, you know, when he was incarcerated. On, didn't his head show up in Breaking Bad? He did get beheaded in Breaking yes. Bad. Yeah. Even yes. on, the to- on, the on the tortoise. tortoise. Yes. When, um, when uh, you know, when he was incarcerated in San Quentin Prison, he was the bare knuckle fight champion of San Quentin Prison. 
yeah. mean, if you don't want, if you ever right. want a certificate that says I'm the hardest man in the room, <laughs> mindful that he's an actor, therefore he's a soft, gentle, lovey. Is he still a bit frightening? In uh, yeah, he's frightening. But what's interesting is that you, um, you know, he's in so many movies, and I tell you what else is really interesting. He's uh, he, his story is amazing. You know, he was uh, incarcerated. He was a prisoner. He was a drug addict. Um, very violent. You know, worked for gangs and turned his life around one evening when he probably should have died. And uh, turned his life around in an evening. That's in an evening, yeah, good evening's work. Yeah, but it was what it takes. When you hit rock oh. bottom, it takes that moment. Okay. So in that moment, he shifted his life. He's totally teetotal. Um, he employs uh, ex-cons, ex-addicts. You know, reintegrates them into society. And he's the actor that's died the most in Hollywood movies because he contracts it. In his contract, he says, if I play a bad guy, he needs yes, to die. So, I have heard oh, this. so yeah. that the bad guy, so pe so I teach people that bad guys don't win. What a Fascinating dude. guy. What a and he runs That's a cool, big taco it? chain. Now he only employs ex-cons and he, you know, he gets these people back into, into the world, a donut chain. See, he's someone I'd want to be friends with. Do That's, yeah, That's good agree. people. Yeah, yeah. If you ever needed like, you know, money collecting down the back of an alley one evening, he's your man. <laughs> I'm thinking more that he's an inspiring, doing in, some good, giving us stuff that about dude people. Is absolutely fascinating. And he's, you know, he's in his seventies now and this guy's got way more energy. Than, yeah. But I'll tell you what really got me is that, you know, you watch him in movies. And I've seen him in obviously multiple movies, and he's always this towering kind of muscle-bound yeah, figure. Massive. And I'm kind of like, oh, oh, hi, Danny. And he's like five eight. No way. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And I am thinking, yeah, I could probably take this guy out, <laughs> knowing that there's no chance, <laughs> given, given that he's seventy. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, oh, and then uh, and then my last one was uh, a singer called Mary J. Blige. Oh, oh damn! Yes. And uh, we we shipped ourselves to New York to work with Mary, and it was um, that's, that's a fascinating episode because Mary and I didn't exactly get on. Really? Why? <laughs> <Yeah. Nine. laughs> it's, it's in, in what? Radio. Like, as in, she had your number straight away, or what was it? Like, as some people just they don't click. Do you know right? what? It's worth. Yeah, I just think you have to watch the episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Mary and I. Is it? I mean, can we get it on yeah, D we're Plus? Get it in the UK. Yeah, yeah, D Plus is luckily D Plus is a global platform. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I th I'm told that it goes out at the same time. Things are landlocked for a certain while, though, so it probably it might be geolocked. Yeah, but yeah, eventually yeah. you'll be able to get it. But the Mary episode is fascinating. It's actually a really fascinating insight, I think, into celebrity. Oh, this sounds oh, fun. This, I really want to watch it. I want to see this. This <laughs> yeah. sounds like it's going to be like, do you remember when Ruby Wax meets? Ruby yes, Wax that was a great had, show. It was a great show. Yeah. And she had one episode with Donald Trump. It was about two decades ago. Yes, you're right. And this was when Trump first announced he wanted to be president, but didn't run. Mm. And he hated her from the outset. He, he described her as something like... Uh, there's anger under your smile or something. He had her number like straight away and she was just so uncomfortable. I love Ruby Wax. She's amazing. Mm, I was I was gonna, well, they are the epitome of chalk and cheese, aren't they? Those two. Yeah. Human rights so it sounds like that. versus Donald yeah, there, Trump. Yes. <laughs> there, was a, uh, there was an undertone during our filming days. Wow. Did it get kinky? It plays out. And I think it plays out really nicely in the episode. And actually, regardless of, um, of the undertone, we, we actually came together for a, a shared cause, and the cause was to reward somebody really close to Mary uh, with a car because she deserved it. In which case, you see, you know, by the end, you see actually us pulling together. It's, it's actually very, oh, it's nice. really, really good. I'm really proud of that episode. Given that we haven't seen it yet, and we've only got sort of, we're reading between the lines and what you're saying, if Mary was doing a concert, let's say, here at the Silverstone Classic, right? Yeah. Down the road, and she knows you're here. Is she texting you and saying, come meet me Mary backstage? Is actually already, Mary has texted me last week, actually. Okay. Yeah, I, in fact, Radford's having a reveal, and I texted her, inviting her to the reveal. And, and so she was like, new phone, who dis? No, she was like, hey, how you doing? I'm actually in LA, I might make it. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Can, can we go to LA, Andy, for this? You'll have to ask Ant. Can we come? I have an immigration lawyer, he'll contact you. Thank you. <laughs> We'll get the first hour's fee through and we'll be like, no, John, we can't go to LA. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's just to speak to the man. No. Um, yeah, why not? So that's the celeb super chop show. I mean, that sounds great fun, but that's not the only thing you're doing. We've had Master Mechanic, which we can see here now, which is glorious. Tell me there's more of those. Yeah, we are. Um, well, th there is. I'm actually doing something with Tanner Faust on the back oh, of Master yeah. Mechanic. That's cool. That's, that involves building something that's not a car. Mm. Oh. Is it a bird? <laughs> oh, it's a plane, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I'm sp- dude, come on! But, but I'm not allowed to talk about that anymore, so let's just right. brush over that. Right. But this is so. This is the Tanner Faust, as in the real Tanner Faust. Yeah, yeah. Tanner and I are really good friends. He lives in the beach next to me in New- Newport Beach. I'm in Laguna Beach. We've. Um, if you follow me on social media, Tanner and I are always flying together. I was going to say, I keep seeing you in planes together. Yeah, yeah. Tanner's Tanner's got his own Beechcraft Bonanza, which is a single prop, um, and it's really interesting because. You know, access to flight in America is really easy. There's mm. runways everywhere. There's no fees, so you can just land. Most of these kind of airports aren't manned anyway, so there's no tower. And I will get a text one morning that says, if he texts me and the word is burger, question mark, that means we're getting on his plane and we're flying to Catalina Island. Love that. Not for a wine mixer, but for a bison burger. So, and it, you, literally, you just his plane's parked up at, at John Wayne Airport. You just drive in, jump on, tower taken off, because John Wayne does have a tower. Land at Catalina on the top of the mountain, buy some burger, fly back. We're literally there and back in. You know, we had the whole experience as an hour. Wow. So I've been getting some Dear extra me. extra air air miles flying his bonanza. John, why don't you ever text me saying burger? And burger, fly, fly me over burger, to some fancy burger place. and flight. I that would be nice, wouldn't it? But you're right that that flight culture in the US because you have they fly in communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flight culture in the US is where huge. everyone has a, a Cessna or something in their garage next to their car. And you just taxi around the neighbourhood to the yeah. runway and take off. Yeah, it's fascinating. I, yeah, I could I could very much imagine myself getting used and to. And if that you think life. about you think about the um the kind of the glorious thing about America, it's got this vision, this dream of the the vast open road, this freedom to travel, the great American road trip. Um, but we live in a time where there's traffic, speeding tickets, police, potholes, insurance, uh, you know, fuel prices, all that kind of nonsense. <clears throat> Just rise above it in a plane. But, yeah, but it, 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 oh, and I intend to lift the lid on that because it's very, very similar to having a car, even in terms of costs. People think that it's unachievable. Yeah, you see, you're, you're sitting on. here, you're sitting here thinking, what? That's unachievable. <clears throat> but actually, it's it's incredibly achievable. It's the same fuel, same, and all you need to do is you need to plan around your fuel stops. So when, let's say, Tan and I go for a long distance, in his plane, he'll just bring up his iPad and say, right, he can do a thousand miles in his. 250 miles an hour. So, and as you know, we have a racetrack in Phoenix. We do. So we take off and we, we go to the racetrack in about an hour and 40 minutes. Perfect. And and we just phone up and plan a park. You know, it's a parking spot like you would outside Sainsbury's. Yeah, yeah. And you just land, park. It is way more affordable than driving to Phoenix. Plus, and there's so no traffic. It's more no, time efficient and everything. Yeah, yeah. Plus, what I really love about fun. it as well, it's fun, but what I really love about it is it's a closed vessel with headphones and communication. So whenever I go with Tanner, it's a real proper boys moment. We yeah. just, and what's said in the plane stays in the plane. So, and it's, he's got a four seater. So often we, you know, we have people with us and that moment it's, I think it's the ultimate place for a podcast. Oh, that'd be amazing. So if you Ooh. come out, Ooh. you should go and do your podcast with Tanner in his plane, mm. flying to the track and then I'll take you sideways in a Hellcat. All right. Uh, we do um, need to talk to the immigration yeah, lawyer. Right. Don't we? Uh, I'm just going to make yeah. some notes. That would be that would be wonderful. Right I think that's down. a we may, might need to crowdfund the lawyers' fees. But other than that, yeah, <laughs> let's let's well, make America it. Well, so. will eventually open up, and you're more than welcome. Not long. Oh, man, that'd Not be long. amazing. I mean, and holy moly, buddy! I mean, I know you've been busy, but it's it's oh, it's going to sound really glib, but it's lovely. It's really great to hear how flipping brilliantly it's going. Yeah, I'm incredibly lucky. Uh, it's been a it's been a monumental ride of snakes and ladders, as I said. But the ladders have been really, really, really amazing. I'm incredibly grateful. Well, here's the thing, right? You just used the word luck, and I'm going to counter that because I've been lucky enough to have some very in-depth conversations with Jeremy Clarkson, and he frequently attributes all his success to luck. He says he's not talented, other than as a journalist, where he knows he's great. He does not describe himself as lucky. By the way, John is having a small orgasm at the noise in the background yeah. because we are at the Silverstone Classic and there are some ridiculously beautiful cars on track. <laughs> Just had to reference that. But and I would say, sure, luck always comes into everything, opportunity, etc. but you are oozing talent, you are oozing charisma, and yes. you make your own luck. Well, no, because you put yourself, <laughs> don't you, though? You put yourself in the circumstance. You know what I mean, Anne? You, you... You manufacture these situations, you create shows, you prove that things will succeed, and you have the talent to back it up. So, yeah, sure, luck to a point. But graft, yeah, determination, it, Of course, yeah, it's all about hard work. I recognise I'm not the best mechanic in the world. I recognise that I'm not the best TV host in the world, and I'm not, but I work really, really hard. Mm. And, of course, everybody judges the last 2%. They don't see the 98 
and I worked really hard. And um, I use the word luck flippantly because it's not all luck. It's actually, I believe, it's more about timing. Yeah. And so many people won't pick up that ball that they're, oppor- they're given, that opportunity they're given because they have fear. And that's one thing I won't have is I've never approached anything with fear. I would rather try and fail than not try. Yeah. I like that. Love like that. that. I don't know what else to say. I'm just, I'm just over the a, moon. We have a small audience in our studio, and I, I almost wanted a round of applause. <laughs> okay, we'll do it again, really. I'll do a pickup. Go on. It's better to have tried and failed than not tried at all. Yay! <laughs> Love it. Okay, Love it. Told you there were people here. <laughs> yes, I brought my own audience. <laughs> <you know. laughs> they're, they're on a bonus structure. Let me clap again next yeah. year. Like, he, he did, to be fair. I want to say what's next, because obviously you're in the middle of stuff. Radford's about to come out and so on. There will be a show about the Radford build as well, of course. Actually, yeah, there's the show just it's slightly tweaked actually and I, I, I I'll tell you after this recording but okay. we're doing something really amazing with the Radford show it's something that Discovery has never done before oh. and I'm incredibly excited about it smell-o-vision uh, I wish <laughs> I wish because Jensen's like a rose garden in in the dewy <laughs> morning oh. did you know those exact words are described that's how John Markar describes him almost every day because we hung out with Jensen at Lotus a couple of weeks ago. And we Jen- did. Jensen, I did. Jensen. I did notice, yeah, the guy's a legend, very, right? John also loves the smell guy. of Jensen. He, uh, he naked FaceTimed me last night. How was that? And I was also shirtless. And I was like, JB, look at us. We are, a pair of, we are a pair of twats. No, no, we didn't put clothes on. We reveled in that moment. What you need to do is you need to get yourself over to Beverly Knight's house and just work out in her garden naked. <laughs> she, she likes that. Good segue. Yeah. I, know, I, know, I know a guy that might be able to help with that. <laughs> she does like a naked man in her garden, apparently. This is what I've heard. Working out. We have Beverly Knight's husband in the studio. If anybody thinks that I'm being flippant and cheeky, he's yeah. smiling and Why agreeing. are you taking your shirt off, James? Yeah, put it, come on, man. Put it back on. There's, okay. Oh, there's oil. Again. Okay. There's oil. Pass the oil, James. And we are at Silverstone at the Classic. We've only talked about your crash. Tell us about this place. Because oh, we, so, we yeah, haven't referenced a, it, it at all, have it's we? It's amazing. You know, I'm really lucky. I live in California where there's this huge car culture. Uh, you know, California is famous for it. And as you know, if you follow me on social media, you'll see I go to Cars and Coffee at the weekend. I have a couple of classics out there myself, and I really feel part of that team. Uh, but there's something really magical about the UK and the UK impact globally on cars, particularly yeah. Yeah. Formula One, right? Yeah. And particularly racing. And, you know, Master Mechanic was a show about building uh, my interpretation of the first ever F1 car. The first ever race was here. Yeah. 1950, won by Alpha. So not only does um, the UK represent this kind of halo peak of car land globally, Silverstone sits as a shining star as part of that story. So coming back here as a Brit boy, a Brit car fan, to the home of British motor racing, uh, at a place where I've raced mostly unsuccessfully. Um, it's, you know, the fact that it's kind of really nice that it's raining. It sounds ridiculous, but it's kind of everything that I remember as a kid growing up in the UK, being a car person is encapsulated in this weekend. You know, we've got cars, we've got rain, we've got hot dogs, we've got, you know, we've got people and it's just, yeah, it's so cool. Love it. I love it. Um, and thank you very much for your company. It's, no, it's, it's been great. It's an absolute joy to see you. And I, I'm excited about what's next. So we've got Radford next. I'm guessing... There's a show you can't tell me about that's going to be brilliant. It's No, we're making a show. It's just the way we're making it is very new for Discovery. Yeah, but I mean, as well as that. I'm, you've always got more than one thing on the bubble. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. next year, 2022 is a uh, is a is um, is an exciting year because there's there's lots of things that are going to come to fruition. Because as you know, it takes time to, when you come up with a concept, the concept needs to be prepared and believed in and commissioned. And that's the time consuming bit. But it's... You know, in TV world, it's, it doesn't happen till it happens. And next year, there's a lot of things happening, which have been a, as a result of many, many years of development. Brilliant. And just finally, is there any reason we might see you in the tabloids anytime soon? Is there anything that springs to mind? Uh, I mean, unfortunately, I'm in the tabloids a lot at the moment because um, of my new relationship. Uh, something I'm not willing to talk about. It's with John, isn't it? Because it's in the tabloids. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, yeah, that's another reason why it's been nice to come back to the UK because it's very intense in the US. Every kind of glossy magazine is making up stories that we've eloped or we've, yeah. So unfortunately right now, yeah. What a faff. I know, I know. My mum my phoned me the other day and said, I read in OK Magazine that you got married. Why wasn't I invited? <laughs> Literally, and I'm like, come on, mum, we've oh. talked about this. It's not true. Unless you hear it from me, it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. I have not run off to Vegas and got married. The, the hassle sounds real. The headache sounds horrible. And I'm not asking to name names. I'm just simply going to ask, is 
he or she worth it? Yeah, we're having a really lovely time. Well done, John. You have achieved. <laughs> yeah, well done, John. Thank oh. you for all your support. Thanks, buddy. Yay, nice to be here. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Oh, wow. You've made it to the end. The very end and it's john markar here again reminding you that this podcast the driven chat podcast has now run its course and has come to an end to find the new format search the driven podcast in your preferred podcast app or head on over to the website driven.site to find some quick and easy links through to the new episodes in the new formats on your preferred apps thanks bye <laughs>